0: Welcome to Season With Soft, the podcast. My name is Dominique Beaumont, your host, and in this episode, I'm talking about the power of being useful. Season With Soft, With soul. Season With Soft, With soul. What's up? This is Dominique Pomonte, and you are listening to Season with Salt, the podcast. This episode was inspired by Dr. Gerald Kayinga, an impactful nursing professor, Dr. Carla Gary, a passionate higher education administrator, and Bishop Nathaniel Bullock, a thought leader, and engaging leader for other leaders. I want to thank each of these leaders and mentors for manifesting the power of usefulness in their lives and encouraging others to do the same. For a short stint in my career, I worked at a school of nursing and there was a faculty member that had joined the school shortly after I got there. He was um, an African man, a PhD, and or he maybe he was a medical doctor, I can't recall. But he was fantastic, very easy to get along with, uh, his behavior. The way that he communicated with people, the way that he taught, all of this was really shifting to this particular environment because it was a newer school and many of the faculty there, as well as the administration, was really into like being firm and showing strength and power and, you know, acting like a nursing professor. Like there's a lot of that sort of behavior going on. And this very remarkable and experienced professor didn't really carry that. He'd come from established medical schools and he just wanted to teach. And fortunately, his office was out right outside of my cubicle. And so every day he'd come in, I'd get to interact with him. I'd go in his office and talk to him about his family and friends. And I found him to be a a very amiable person. One day I was hanging out with some of the nursing students in the building. And it just so happened that we got on the subject of faculty members at the school. And I asked them, I said, who is your favorite faculty member here? And they started talking about this particular faculty member that I'm sharing with you about and said many of the similar things that I've said. And I thought that that was so affirming. And uh, in addition to like him being so awesome, he's African and as an African, African-American person, I was just really excited that in particular these um, students that were not um, African-American or African thought that he was one of their most valuable professors. So the next day I am just excited. I go to his office and I say, Professor, I just want to let you know that I spoke to a group of students last night and they said that you were their favorite and he had this really puzzled look on his face and I'm thinking to myself, like, why is that not a good thing? Like, who wouldn't be excited about that? Like, everybody wants to be somebody's favorite. Like, you start thinking about, like, what it meant to be, like, the favorite fourth grade teacher or, you know, the 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 feeling that you get when, like, someone prefers you over somebody else. I started thinking about all that kind of stuff, and I couldn't understand why, why might this professor be puzzled by this announcement? And he looked at me. I will never forget this. And he said, a good professor doesn't want to be popular. A good professor wants to be useful. And my goal here is to be useful. And that has stuck with me just throughout my career. It stuck with me in my ministry. It stuck with me uh, in just interpersonal relationships that I have with people, mentorship relationships that God has allowed me to have. I think that sometimes we are so overwhelmed with popular culture and the way that popular culture affirms people is that we are told that we need to be popular by numbers. Like people by numbers need to affirm us. People need to um, flock to our courses and sign up. People need to come to church when they hear that we are preaching. People need to uh, um, readily uh, raise their hand in affirmation when we are on the docket for a job. Or we get into this idea that in order to be uh valuable, we have to be affirmed by popular opinion or popular vote. And the unfortunate thing is that sometimes people live their entire lives. They experience their entire journey as a leader through the eyes of popularity. And what that means is they, in a sense, are prisoners to the people who make them popular right? They don't have their own thing. They're not their own person. They are the the artist. They are the preacher. They are the teacher. They are the person. They are the pastor. They are the friend um, that is living in the subjectivity of those who affirm them. And this faculty member was essentially saying, if I live my life based on the affirmation that people find me to be amiable and they make me popular then i forsake my very life's intention to be useful and so i really carry that because i have experienced some popularity but i've realized that the long-term impact, whether it be in the kingdom or in the marketplace or in the educational institution, the long-term impact is when you do something, when you say something, when you are something that is useful. Um, And that doesn't mean that you are subjecting yourself to be used by people. It means that what you offer goes beyond Time It transcends time. It transcends moments. It transcends um, experiences. It transcends, you know, the three or four years that you're you're teaching or educating someone. It means that that um, impact that you have uh, lives beyond even your time. Because if you uh, make a impact on the life of someone who is under your tutelage or care and they do not forget that, then you essentially become useful beyond your experience with them. And... I think that that is remarkable. I really think that that's remarkable. And so my challenge, especially to those who are listening to this podcast, is to think beyond being popular or being known or being heard or being seen and to think about the power of being useful. When I was in undergraduate studies at the University of Oregon uh, between 1999 and 2003, there was a woman there by the name of Dr. Carla Gary. And Dr. Carla Gary made such an influence on my life. She's one of the reasons why I wanted to pursue a career in higher education. She was loving and caring and committed and someone who always represented what it meant to be excellent and Black, but never was too, big or too powerful to stop and say hello and make you feel like you had someone advocating for you. And we used to chuckle a little because anytime that she would be asked to speak, she would always end her uh, speeches or remarks with a particular poem by William Allen Dromgoole. And sometimes we'd say, oh, Dr. Gary, she's getting ready to pull out that poem. And fortunately I've had the opportunity to share this with her, but so many times uh, I listened to that poem and didn't know the impact that it would have on my life until I got older and started sharing that poem with others who were coming behind me. And I want to share that poem with you within the context of what we are talking about. An old man going a lone highway came at the evening cold and gray to a chasm vast and deep and wide through which was flowing a sullen tide. The man crossed The twilight dim, the sullen stream had no fear for him, but he turned when safe on the other side and built a bridge to span the tide. Old man, said a fellow pilgrim near, you are wasting your strength with building here. Your journey will end with the ending day. You never again will pass this way. You've crossed the chasm deep and wide. Why build this bridge at evening tide? The builder lifted his old gray head. Good friend, in the path I have come, he said, there followed after me today a youth whose feet must pass this way. This chasm that has been as not to me, to that fair-haired youth may a pitfall be. He, too, must cross in the twilight dim. Good friend, I'm building this bridge for him. So in closing, I say this. Legacy depends on our accepting the call to be useful and not just powerful and not just popular. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please share it with your friends, your family. Let someone know that they're called to be useful. Have a great day.